0: What up, all you beautiful Misfits and Rejects out there? Thank you for joining me for episode 160 of Misfits and Rejects. In today's episode, you get an update from me, Chapin Kruder, your host, about the last five years of what's been going on in my entrepreneurial life, my path, the goal I have set for myself in lifestyle design, and how this last month in Thailand has been a huge turning point for me, what's the fate of Surf Progression Techniques, the flagship online endeavor that I started in 2015, as well as Misfits and Rejects, and what's about to come in the new year 2020. So I hope you like it. I hope it inspires you and gives you a very realistic perception of this online game, this online entrepreneurship that I have been trying to crack the code on for the last five years. Uh, I hope it inspires you to try, but also shows you that it's not that easy. It takes time. It takes perseverance. It takes being able to adapt. And sometimes it takes a huge shift to put you in a whole new direction that you can then Really bear the fruits of all your labor. And as you'll hear in the closing statements, I really would love to hear from you. I would love to engage with you and to incentivize you to reach out to me, to email me. I am offering the first five individuals to email me and answer these five questions a free T-shirt of your choosing. So... If you are somebody who likes Misfits and Rejects, is a fan of Misfits and Rejects, has been following Misfits and Rejects for a long time, or is just starting to follow and has some needs or wants or some questions answered that you think I'm able to help you with within your own pursuit of lifestyle design, within your own pursuit of entrepreneurship online, within your own pursuit of even starting a podcast. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to engage with you. And for the first five individuals who reach out and answer these five questions, one, who you are, two, where you're from, three, what's your favorite episode and why, four, what can I help you with? You know, Let me know about what you're pursuing in life. If you have travel plans, if you have lifestyle design plans, if you have a podcast plan, let me know if there is something within those things or anything that I can help you with. And then five, if you have a product that you think just screams Misfits and Rejects, just screams something that can be of value helpful to all the listeners who are listening right now, I'd love to hear about it and maybe I can help provide that to all the listeners. So again, I will be providing a free t-shirt to the first five individuals who reach out and answer those five questions for me. You can reach out via Chapin at MisfitsAndRejects.com, or you can reach out through a link I have in the show notes for you that will take you to a page on my website that then you can answer, fill out the form, answer those questions. And again, the first five people will receive a free t-shirt with the Misfits and Rejects logo on it from me. So I really look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I give a lot of information about how this five years has gone for me and what happened in Thailand to kind of change my whole trajectory and what's going to be coming in the new year possibly. So thank you again for listening. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with me, your host, Chapin Cruder. Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners, a lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Thank you for joining me today. Today is an update by your host, me, Chapin Cruder, about my own path in lifestyle design, where I've been, what I've been doing, how Thailand was, and where I see my future in this game of online entrepreneurship, lifestyle design, and I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you for joining me. So if you have been following me for a while, you know that I have been the last month and a half in Thailand joining the Dynamite Circle. It's their biggest conference of the year. Uh, They host it in Bangkok, Thailand. Dynamite Circle is a paid mastermind that I'm a part of. It's an international mastermind where... I have access to all these wonderful entrepreneurs around the world, online entrepreneurs who are location independent from work, creating beautiful things, whether it's SaaS, software as a service, whether it's physical products and they have a supply chain coming from China and it's their own brand, whether they're drop shippers and they are just promoting other people's brands and taking a percentage of whatever they sell. I mean, the list goes on and some of the people I met this trip just to hear what they've created, how they're making it work. It was just so inspirational, so exciting, and I couldn't have been happier to have been a part of it and just really solidified that I have found the right tribe, the right group of people where I need to be as I continue to march down this path of online entrepreneurship. So in general, the trip to Thailand was a success. Um, However, it didn't quite provide me with the financial turning point that I was hoping for, and I'll get into that in a minute. But again, just the whole trip in Thailand, I mean, just being in Asia for me is such a pleasure. I love the culture. I love the people. Now, that's a very broad statement of saying Asia culture people and loving them all because they're all very different cultures. Again, I spent all my time in Thailand. I have been to other parts of Asia. Love 99% of the places I've been to and can see myself spending a lot more time in Asia, continuing to go back every single year. But for now, I've come back for the holidays to the States, and I'm here to kind of give you an update on where I'm at and what's been going on. So if you've been following me for a long time, as you know, this whole idea of lifestyle design, Misfits and Rejects is about lifestyle design, me interviewing the people around the world who have created very unique lifestyles for themselves, primarily focusing on expats and digital nomads and entrepreneurs on the road who have figured it out, have found the formula to help them maintain that lifestyle that they've always dreamed of. Now, this may not be for everybody. A lot of people are very happy with the lifestyle that they've designed back home in the States, maybe in Australia, maybe in Europe, wherever you may come from as a listener, and have no intention of ever really trying to make for a life for themselves outside of their home country or on the road. For me, it's always been a goal of mine to be able to sustain my life on the road, to be able to move freely, making money on the road. And I was able to do that for a long time, uh, living primarily in Nicaragua, which was where my home base was, and then taking all my savings annually and moving around the world with that. And then as the years passed by, it was more of a goal of trying to figure out a way to make money online. So I could be setting up shop in, say, Thailand for three months, then moving to Cambodia for three months, and then Vietnam for three months and all the while generating enough of an income stream to keep myself on the road and saving money and able to invest and able to get home if I'm ever needed by family, friends, people I love that I want to spend time with rather than like at one point in my past, if you've heard episode 10, uh, I really couldn't get myself home because I didn't have the capital to do it. So, This online entrepreneurship has been where my focus has been the last five years, and here's a little update of what's happened. So in 2015, I started Surf Progression Techniques. As many of you know, it's my online surf consulting or online surf coaching website where people can send me footage of themselves surfing. I analyze it and send them back a personalized instructional video for a price, and that has gone up and down over the years you know it started as a price point of $150 per video it just jumped up to $200 it has i have recreated different kind of price models and packages that i would hoped or i had hoped would allure more interested surfers none of which have really worked I mean, I have had some great clients over the years, some individuals that I have created, I think, a lot of value for and helped them progress within their surfing. They have they are repeat customers. They have come back for multiple videos, and I'm very happy for them, and I think that they are happy to have me help them progress as the evolution of businesses go. I figured that creating an online surf course was the next best best step, and that was going to provide me a little bit more of the passive income, the freedom that I desired. When I got into this game of you know online entrepreneurship, I was really focused on trying to make passive income, and so the course kind of played really nicely into the Surf Progression Techniques model, um, where I could create a course after really learning what my audience wanted, that was really targeting what they needed, and then I could just automate all the systems, and ideally, the cash flow would start trickling in. Again, didn't quite go the way I thought. I have had some success with it. I think if you remember from one of the past episodes, I will put the number in the show notes. I noted that in year four, I did finally generate $500 a month in passive income. Now, that wasn't from the start to the finish of the year. That was more accumulated towards the end of the year, and if you averaged it out it was $500 per month. And I was really excited to be able to say that I had finally, after four years of trying super hard to generate passive income, did. You know, Because when I first started surf progression techniques, my goal was within six months of starting it to be generating a consistent stream of passive income of $500 a month. That took four years. Very, I guess, optimistic goal I had set for myself, but they say that's important when you're striving for whatever you're striving for, to set your goals high. And some people also might say that that wasn't high enough. I should have set my goal to be maybe $4,000 a month or $10,000 a month. And maybe I would have gotten to $500 a month a lot faster. I don't know. This is the part of the story where I I don't really have the right answer. I don't know if I've applied the right formula to serve progression techniques to really say that I've exhausted every single avenue to make this work. But what I will say is that I've come to the end of the road with surf progression techniques in most capacities. Now, what does that mean? You know, surf progression techniques, like I've said, was originally an online surf coaching website. People would send me their footage. Then I created a course and it was all kind of founded in the spirit of my surf retreats in which for many years I hosted guests in Nicaragua to come down, take them surfing and help them out with their surfing. Now, that model worked very decently for a long time, uh, to which, like many businesses we all have, you just kind of want to mix it up, try something new. And Nicaragua was a place that I hold dear to my heart and see myself always having that as my home base, but a place in which I still would like to have the freedom to leave, go travel, and not be necessarily stuck in Nicaragua to make my money. So, again, in 2015... I decided to try my hand at this online entrepreneurship still maintaining a foot in the door in Nicaragua still going back for multiple surf progression retreats where individuals come down and we help them progress their surfing over a 6-day period and that was you know running fine there was nothing wrong with it I was able to inject myself into the Nicaraguan scene every you know 3 to 6 months make a little bit of money And I was kind of trading time between Nicaragua and the States and a few other locations around the world, but it was becoming more and more necessary for me to make most of my money in the States where, again, you've heard me talk about the warehouse that I'm able to work in whenever I go back. And big shout out to Scott and Grant for always giving me that opportunity to come back, make money, and then go back out and try to really throw myself back into the online game and making most of my income from my website, Surf Progression Techniques, which was what I really desired. I really desired to, again, be location-dependent, making most of my money online, creating these really cool, unique surf retreats once a month maybe, going around the world, having them. Fill up because ideally my brand was so strong. So when I reached out to my email list and said, "Hey, I'm hosting retreat," they would be super excited because they know that I provide tons of value and I over deliver on the service. And that would be kind of how I was able to piece my living together around the world. Surf retreats once a month, steady income coming from the online course as well as the online video analysis that I was doing for surfers around the world. The bottom line is. It just hasn't really worked out in that way. Now, intuitively from the start, I felt like this probably wasn't going to be the venture that was going to provide me that lifestyle, but I did pour my heart and soul into it. And I did hope that I was wrong. You know, I did hope that this would take off and that it would be my first business or one of my first business that gained enough traction that I could generate enough income to sustain the lifestyle that I desired. And my lifestyle isn't a $4,000 a month income at all. You know, my lifestyle on the road is, you know, live in one place stationary is about 600 bucks to move around a little bit, you know, add another 500 bucks onto that 600 bucks. So let's say it's 1200 bucks a month income. I would need to really kind of live my life to the fullest on the road. And be able to come home to the States to be a part of my family's lives and the individuals I love whenever they need me or whenever I just want to come participate in birthdays, holidays, whatever it may be. But again, that hasn't happened. This is a classic story of entrepreneurship. You know, you're going to have to try. I will have to try, you know, a number of more business models in different ventures in different niches that it's going to take, you know, possibly 10 times before one actually clicks in a way that I can maintain this lifestyle that I want around the world. Or because, I mean, I do make a little bit of money off surf progression techniques, or it's going to take 10 more incarnations of various businesses that give me a similar amount of monthly income streams that I can say I have 10 businesses providing me the type of income I need to then live my life location independent around the world. I don't know which one it'll be, but right now this isn't working as you have listened to me in the past. It's never really worked that well. I have been working at it now seven days a week for the last five years, four to six hours a day, six to eight hours a day, depending on my brain capacity and motivation per day. And it just has come to a point where it's pretty clear this isn't going to play out in the way I had hoped right now. So going back to why, well, maybe I got the market wrong. Maybe I really don't know what my market wants, and I've been giving them things that they don't really need or desire. I intuitively don't think that's correct. I think i have a pretty good handle of my market, and I think I've been giving them exactly what they want. I think where I maybe fell short was that the market is really small. It's not a big enough pool to market to that you know a small percentage of is gonna provide me that type of income that I need and desire. That's kind of where I think I fell short. It's too small of a market. I got in the market too early. I think it's a new concept that no one's really familiar with. That's the biggest question I get from most people who hear what I do is, you know, how do you teach surfing online? So I think over the next, you know, five, ten, fifteen years there'll be more people coming into this market and then maybe this idea will become more validated and I'm not shutting it down completely. I'll still have my videos that live on YouTube. I'll still have my surf course that lives online. I'll still probably even maintain my website to some degree to help people find me, to help people understand what I do. And for those interested those who are super motivated to progress their surfing, who feel like my teaching style is going to benefit them. I'm more than happy to help to add as much value as I can and help them progress their surfing faster than they would if they were just trying to figure it it out on their own. But yeah, this trip to Thailand wasn't necessarily the trip that made me come to this conclusion. This conclusion has been lingering in the background for the last year or so. You know, when was I really going to either shut this down or hit that turning point where everything started to click and i've always been hopeful that that turning point was going to come i left for thailand hoping that i was going to have an aha moment or somebody was going to say let me show you how this works and everything would start flowing from there and i did have an aha moment it actually happened on the last day Uh, i had gone through the whole conference all four days, really enjoying every single seminar I went to, getting a lot of value from every single person who is giving their lectures, but I hadn't really found that thing that gave me that light light bulb moment where I could connect the dots of what I had created and how I was going to generate more sales with what I had created. And the light bulb moment came when the individual who was describing uh, email funnels And the ways in which you can really kind of nurture those individuals through your email funnel, helping them along the way, giving them different priced options, different priced items along the way through the email sequences that they receive, you know, automatically. So like, say, for example, they sign up for a video gift. I give them, they give me their email. I give them this video gift. Then, for example, in the next email I send, I say, hey, guess what? I have something I think is going to be really valuable to you. Um, the price is nominal, if you will. I get it's all relative based on your market, who you're trying to sell to. I felt I was delivering a, a video that was going to help them really build their pop-up strength, speed, and flexibility at a price point that I felt was affordable to my email list. And that was like at a $27 price point where you have to remember my surf course is a $300 price point. So the idea is that you get them comfortable and familiar with buying things from you at lower price points that are full of value. So when they do get to that high ticket item, they know that it's going to be full of value and it's not as scary to them. You know, when they swipe their credit card and they purchase a $300 surf course, they know that I'm legit. I'm going to walk them through it hand hand in hand and deliver the kind of value that a $300 price point Ticket item should offer. So I left Bangkok. I moved up to Chiang Mai with the idea that I was now going to implement everything I had just learned from this seminar in Bangkok. And I got to work right away. Day one landed, started creating this, what they call a tripwire in the business, you know, lower priced item, uh, individuals feeling comfortable buying it from you moving them down the sequence of emails to the bigger ticket item, I got started right away. It was, again, a light bulb moment. I had pretty much everything created. I just didn't realize I could use this information as this lower priced item. And as most of this process has been for me, it was way harder to implement than I had expected. Extremely hard. It's always been a matter of technology that has made this process really difficult for me. And I spent the next two weeks banging my head against the computer trying to figure out how to implement this tripwire into my email sequence. And after I had created it, which took, you know, say five days, it was the implementation part that just really held me up. Squarespace wouldn't let me do what I needed to do. My email marketing service wouldn't let me do what I needed to do them trying to work together was impossible. Um, ConvertKit, by the way, is an amazing service. They were so helpful. Squarespace was not helpful at all. They wouldn't even help me. They said that based on the fact that I was using a third-party integration, meaning I was allowing ConvertKit to connect through an API key into my Squarespace site, that they just weren't even going to touch the troubleshooting aspect of what the problem was, and I was on my own. So that sucked. And so now I'm sitting here stuck. ConvertKit is doing their best trying to help me, but they can't figure out the problem. They need Squarespace to play ball and that's not happening. So what am I doing? Just sitting here for days on end, staring at the computer going, what's my next move? What's my next move? I have no idea how to deliver this now to the individuals who might need it, might be interested in it to also get this cash flow problem rolling that I've been having for so many years. You know, in my mind... The hope I had was that this was going to be the turning point. This was going to be that little ticket item that was going to then help me build momentum into the bigger ticket item that the cash flow would at least start coming in a couple hundred dollars a month because it really wasn't. You have to remember that even though I do make a sale occasionally, which is completely organic, people find me through YouTube, they give me their email, they go through my email sequences, and then once or twice every six months at this point, somebody buys. Now... If I were to feed my email sequences with more emails, then I could convert at a higher percentage, but then that costs me money doing Facebook ads or trying to create more valuable content on YouTube to generate more traffic. Both options, not easy to do to get, generate the kind of traffic that I need to. And with the Facebook option, it costs a lot of money. And if you're not selling at least two courses a month, the numbers just don't add up for me to be running that kind of Facebook ad. So, But again, going back to the dynamite circle and these individuals that I have access to, that I get to pick their brain, a good friend of mine said, hey, why don't you try Gumroad? Gumroad is a platform that allows people to deliver products and online services that might be able to help. And sure enough, I went in, I started learning their platform. Not easy for me, like none of this is, but it took me a few days to kind of figure out and visualize how this was all going to flow. And then I was able to integrate ConvertKit into Gumroad, and the thing started to work. Not in the fact that I was making tons of sales, but within the first couple days, I had made one sale. So, woohoo, I'm thinking this is it, turning point. You know, now I'm gonna have these individuals who are buying my tripwire, gonna be fo- feeling more comfortable to buy my big ticket item. So, that one sale sat there as one sale for day after day after day, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was. I mean, I know this is helpful. I know the individuals who are finding me, they've asked me for it in the past. So why aren't they converting? Okay. Well, strategists say maybe it's your price point. Maybe it's the way you're delivering the information. Okay. So you adjust that one more sale. Sure. That's great. $27. Great. Now I've made, you know, 50 something dollars, but not really because of course gumroad takes a percentage. You have a monthly fee to use gumroad all eating into your bottom line. And now I've been in Thailand for about a month and still haven't seen a big change in my bottom line. Still not getting much cash flow, very little income. I made one or two sales of my course, not because of uh, my tripwire, just through people who had come into my email sequence before I even left for Thailand. And I'm sitting here scratching my head. So, what's next? What's my next move? And I'd always planned on coming back to the States for the holidays. So that was the obvious move to come back, regroup, and make the final decision of how this is going to work. And now after being in the States for over a week, after adjusting to the time change and kind of just settling into – not banging my head against the computer, desperately trying to make money online, desperately trying to have the surf progression techniques be my primary source of income, I've comfortably come to the conclusion that it's time to lay it to rest to a certain degree. Time to put it on the back burner. Time to make it more of, I guess, a side hustle, if you will. Leave all the YouTube videos up. Let that just generate traffic organically. You know, I'll get three emails a day, say, for example, from my YouTube traffic. And start really thinking about next year and the various things that I could do to start a new venture with. In my last update, I I mentioned that I was going to start maybe selling some herbal remedies that I'm really fond of that I found in Thailand. That's still something I'm very interested in doing and have that in the works. Will I be able to do that, get that up and running the next six months to a year to start generating income? Probably not likely. So what to do? Do I stay in the States and get a job? and continue to work on my side hustles, work you know, on making a little bit more income from surf progression techniques, maybe focus a little bit more of my attention on Misfits and Rejects, try to generate some more sales of t-shirts, maybe develop some more products, maybe try to get a sponsor or two. I could, maybe. But the bottom line is that I've put myself in debt. I have been... Utilizing my credit cards to help maintain surf progression techniques, which has put me in enough credit card debt that I'm uncomfortable, and that it's time for me to start really thinking about paying some of that that debt down, getting more of a steady income through maybe the warehouse work or a few other options that I've been considering, while I kind of let all the dust settle that have has been kind of floating around me over the last five years, and then prepare for the next venture. And so what I've decided to do, because again, I feel so good in Asia. I find myself really thriving there just as a human being, just loving life and feeling optimistic about new ventures. I find myself networking with so many like-minded people within the dynamite circle and just within the traveler world, the adventure world, the entrepreneurial world. They're all on the road in Asia, floating around And I get to meet them every day. And every day I meet somebody that kind of blows my mind with what they're doing, how they're doing it. And I just feel like that's really where I need to be. So my conclusion was and is to apply for VIP Kid. VIP Kid is an online English teaching platform where you teach primarily to Chinese children. um, And they pay a very good wage it's about $20 an hour. And you get to make your own hours. And I've met a lot of people throughout Southeast Asia who are doing it, who say it's very worth the experience and it pays good enough to really sustain a good life for yourself on the road. And for someone like me who has debt, I can keep my costs down, save some money and begin to pay down my debt. And for me, that's just the best life balance right now. I could come back, I could make way more money in the States and pay down my debt a lot faster, but I feel like I wouldn't be thriving as much as a person as and as an entrepreneur as I do on the road. And just my spirit in general is so much more alive on the road because I get off on that just unfamiliar aspect of what's coming next when you're on the road, being in different cultures, different languages, different norms, different mores, different, different travel cir- circumstances, different living circumstances, different food. That really feeds my soul where California is just so familiar. It's something that I've never felt tremendously connected to. And I think that for me to maintain focus, motivation, and hope that I'll be better off for now, at least for next year, in Asia, teaching English online while I develop some of these other online entrepreneurial ideas that I have and try to generate some more income passively or even building up a business to a point where then I could just go full time into that and not have to teach English anymore and that can be my first real viable business that I create So that's where my head's at that's where I am taking steps to move in that direction and it feels really good to be honest you know whether in the next month or two it works out because I haven't officially been hired by VIP kid yet I have made it three quarters away through the hiring process I'm optimistic but say something happens where they say oh, you're really not right for us or whatever you missed the hiring de- uh, w- hiring window, well, that's going to change things quite a bit, and I'll have to reevaluate. And I have a few ideas up my sleeve, but that's the primary one. That's the one I am hoping for, because I think it's just going to give me that, that lifestyle balance that I need and want. I'm thinking living in Bali, teaching English, having the option to surf. Um, I can get a visa a longer-term visa for Bali than I can Thailand. Even though I love Thailand, I love the people, I love the food, the culture, it's all great. It just doesn't have the waves that I need to fill my soul with just joy, peace, happiness that allows me to then focus on a full day's worth of work. So that's it. That's where my head's at. You know, like I said, one chapter is kind of closing. Not entirely. I'm not going to completely dissolve surf progression techniques and write it off as a complete failure. It wasn't the success that I hoped. Uh, maybe in the future, I can rework it in, in a way that I haven't tried yet. That's going to generate more income for me. Or maybe I need to wait for the market to change and they'll become more receptive of it, of me and my brand surf progression techniques can be a leader within the online surf coaching space. I don't know. But I do think it's time to give it a rest. And this is a real quick point I want to talk about because this is counterintuitive to what a lot of us hear through these online inspirational coaches who are saying, like, never give up. you got to persevere. And I believe that to a certain extent, but you also have to know when to fold them. You have to know when you're holding a hand that is not going to win and it's time to fold and move on to the next hand. And that's where I find myself. I Feel like it's time to fold this hand and move on to one that has a higher percentage of success rate for me, for my lifestyle, and for for what I want out of life. And I can say that with a peacefulness and a confidence that I don't feel like a failure. I feel like I gave it a good shot. You know, I'm at that five-year mark of surf progression techniques. And I think in any business that you get into, they say, if you're not successful within three to five years, lay it to rest and move on. And, you know, maybe in another few years, I'll look back and say, oh, I should have laid this to rest a lot sooner. Well, I didn't. That's fine. I've learned so much from it, and I conti- I will continue to learn from it. Like just even that thing I learned in Thailand about the tripwire, then having to use a different third party to help me deliver that video to my audience was tremendously beneficial that now I can pl- apply up that to my next venture, whatever it may be. So the options, as they say, are endless, and now I'm just going to go into a bit of a hibernation phase, a regrouping phase, and get ready for the next swing of the bat, whatever that may be. I'll still continue with Misfits and Rejects. I love Misfits and Rejects. That's not something that I'll ever give up, most likely. I I just love doing this for you. I love meeting all these interesting people. When I was in Thailand, I've captured so much more interesting content with really inspirational people doing some really interesting things very successful at what they're doing. That inspires the heck out of me to keep pushing forward, to keep hoping that something I do will reach that level of success. And with the knowledge that I continue to con- that I continue to accumulate, I have no doubt that one day it will, but you never know. I mean, that's something that always haunts me and lingers. Like you just don't know, will I ever get there? Will I ever get to say I am one of those success stories? Because there are no guarantees. There is nothing that is guaranteed that I will hit that one thing that is going to provide me enough cash flow to live the lifestyle that I want, number one, and possibly provide an abundance of cash flow that I have enough, say, saved, invested by the time I'm 50 that I can then work less, do more of what I want, even though I pretty much do what I want now. It's kind of that hypothetical retire early sort of model that you know everyone talks about but you know for a lot of us digital nomads out there for a lot of the people who have made a lot of money before 40 they've realized like theoretically they they could call it quits now and sustain a very beautiful life for themselves in a lot of these places in southeast asia in latin america coming back to the states would be a little harder but i mean they could retire now and live out their life in a very comfortable way in a lot of these places but what they do find is that once they have the formula it's not easy. It still takes a lot of work, but now they know how to move the parts around the board. So it's going to get them where they want to go a lot faster than it, you know, it's taken me to come to this conclusion after five years of putting surf progression tech to rest for a little while. So that's going to then free up a lot of time for, you know, misfits and rejects and what I can pour into misfits and rejects to maybe add more value to you, the listener and give you things information wise or product wise that you're jonesing for that I don't even know about, which I'd love to hear about because if you have something that you think I can help you with, whether it's like talking more about my own path in lifestyle design or creating sort of a a roadmap to getting to where you want to go when it comes to location dependence and lifestyle design, you know. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love it if you would engage with me and kind of let me know that there is more value I could add to your life in your pursuit of lifestyle design and your pursuit of finding that thing that you've always wanted and I can then create it for you. And if there's a physical product that you think just screams Misfits and Rejects and what this message is all about, I'd love to hear about that as well. You know, I've started with t-shirts. I have a lot of other ideas of fun things that I could put the Misfits and Rejects logo on that I'd love to try to offer to you. But at the same time, I don't really know what you want. And if you wouldn't mind and you feel like engaging with me, by all means, please do. You know, I always have my links in the show notes. You can always reach out me to dr- reach out to me directly. You know, Chapin at misfitsandrejects.com. So again, if you think there is anything that I can help you with, whether it's just picking my brain when it comes to like your thoughts for next year's adventures, next year's plan that you want to execute, you know, within taking that first trip or maybe you joining VIP Kit as well and trying to move to Asia and teaching online English. I mean, that is hands down the fastest way you can become location independent is if you have a stationary job right now that pays you less than 20 bucks an hour. Well, guess what? You can move to Asia if you're an American listening because VIP kit is only for Americans, but there are other, there are other platforms out there for other people that can um, get you into the online teaching English game. But if you want to be location independent, and move to Asia, VIP VIPKid is a great option. And I'll put that in the show notes for anybody interested. Like I said, I'm three quarters of the way through the application process. And at this point, they're saying that you know I'll be making $20 an hour teaching young Chinese kids online through their platform, English. And everything within their platform is already laid out for you. So it's not like you have to come up with lesson plans. Each class is twenty five minute, 25 minutes long. I show up, in the virtual classroom with the student and all I do is just take them through the pre-planned lesson plan that VIP kid generates and you have to be animated you have to speak slowly you have to do certain things but it's very doable for anybody out there desiring to get out go live somewhere really cool like Thailand like Indonesia like Vietnam wherever it may be Taiwan Hong Kong I mean Hong Kong's got a little bit of turmoil right now but I still think it's fine and safe to go live there And you can get started really quick. And if you have an idea for like a physical product that you just think Misfits and Rejects would love, I'd love to hear about that as well. Maybe um, create it for you in some way. In fact, incentivize you to engage with me. I am offering to the first five people who email me a free t-shirt. So for the first five Misfits and Rejects who reach out to me, who engage with me, who answer five questions that I will put. Within the link below, it'll be in the show notes. You can go to my website as well and find the link. I will send you free of charge, a free Misfits and Rejects t-shirt or tank, depending on what you choose. So that's for the first five Misfits and Rejects who engage with me, write me. They go to my website and they engage with me and they tell me who they are, where they're from, what their favorite episode was of Misfits and Rejects that they've listened to thus far and why, and how I can help them in their pursuit of being a location independent individual, or if they have an idea for a product that they think just misfits and rejects needs to design, create, and and then deliver to the audience. So again, for the first five individuals listening right now who reach out to me, answer those five questions. Remember who you are, where you're from, what's your favorite episode and why. If there's anything I can help you with, to help you get started on this location, independent lifestyle, become a digital nomad, take that first trip, whatever it may be, any way it could be helpful, just name it and I'll do my best to help you there. Or if you think there's a product that Misfits and Rejects out there would really benefit from, I'd love to hear from you. And in return for you engaging with me, I will send you a free t-shirt that once you submit your answers, I will let you know that you are one of the top five people, one of the first five people, and we can get you that t-shirt that you desire. So thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate you showing up every week and listening to all the beautiful Misfits and Rejects that I interview out there. They have been inspiring me for years. I hope they're inspiring you. This last trip to Thailand was tremendously beneficial for me. Again, hooking up with this dynamite circle has just been for me, that group of people that I've been searching for within this entrepreneurial space for so long, you know, I had such a wonderful group in Nicaragua, all entrepreneurial, but none of which were in the online space. And now finding this kind of new home, this new tribe within the digital nomad scene of the dynamite circle has just been such a game changer for me and big shout out to, you know, Dan and Ian, the founders of the tropical MBA podcast and the dynamite circle. If you haven't heard the tropical MBA podcast, check them out. It's awesome. And I actually was able to interview Dan Andrews. So you can look forward to that episode in the future. And again, if you are somebody who likes Misfits and Rejects, sharing it would be great. Rating it, always appreciated. And if you want a free t-shirt, send me an email answering those five questions. And then you can pick the t-shirt that you want. And I'll have that sent to you right away. So thank you again for listening. I think you all are so very beautiful. And I'll see you in next week's episode. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspire you to think about your life situation, where you're at, and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it's the perfect one for you.